2: Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch and in-depth look at the archers with me, I was going to do it, Willkommen, you know, as a reference Bienvenue, to yes. um, Chris Carter being in Wil- Cabaret. Com- Willkommen! Com- and then I just couldn't pull it off. Um, it's me, Harriet Carmichael, Jeff Thomas, Lucy V. Freeman and Matt Rodriguez-Payne. Now, before we make a start on your emails, <laughs> let's have a recap of what happened this week in Ambridge.
0: We began the week with a surprise. Alan, I forgot that he only appears in the pulpit when there's nothing happening. It's Christmas and Easter when he makes himself scarce. Second second, second surprise, Rob Titchener, apparently with a stick, which is yes. good, as yes. it means it'll be something for whoever it is to beat him to death with. <laughs> Rob, who accidentally called Alan Helen at one point, which I hoped <laughs> was an indication that he was going balmy, was trying to persuade Alan to baptise him by repeatedly reminding him that he hadn't got long in the tone of a man whose train is about to leave, which I suppose it sort of is, although as it's Rob, I'm glad it's one way, and I hope there's no buffet car, and that he's sitting next to a school trip. (laughs) Alan got completely flustered and demonstrated that assertiveness is not one of the things they train vicars in. He decided his best option was to test Rob on God to see if he was really committed to being baptised. Any favourite bits of the Bible? He said. Yes, said Rob, I like the smiting, also the Jesus pits and Genesis, particularly Phil Collins. However, once Alan had had been to visit Rob in his flat and popped in to see him on the lavatory... He pulled himself together and said, no, get stuffed. I know the church welcomes everyone, but it's going to make an exception in your case. For one wonderful minute, I thought Rob was going to trap Alan in his flat and hold him hostage with the whole thing ending in a shootout. But disappointingly, it ended up with Usha suddenly reappearing and cooking something that sounded very exciting for a midweek dinner. We knew it was Usha because Alan kept calling her that. Whether he was reminding himself, us or her, I don't know. Eddie, Emma and Oliver all had lunch together and Eddie started talking about Halloween events. Plenty of strange and unexplained things have happened round these parts, said Eddie, by which I presume he means what Lee sees in Helen and why ardil has got my text message alert. He came up with some nonsense Hound of the Baskervilles type bullshit, which Emma fell for hook, line and sinker. So I presume we now have wearying weeks ahead of us of people camped out in the wood looking for the bloody thing, which would turn out to be either one of the ferrets or yet another amorous Ambridge couple humping away (laughs) up against a log pile. If this whole thing ends up with Linda and her dog dancing naked in a clearing in Leader's wood, I'm switching off. Now, one of the things I love about Emma is that when she gets a bee in her bonnet, it becomes everyone's bee immediately hiya here is my bonnet full of bees now you've got to help me with it she trailed round the village demanding alan tell her about the church's position on ghosts which seemed to be probably not to be honest but then he has had a lot on his mind what with his wife forgetting her own name and rob calling him helen you could tell he was distracted as he proved a bit of a letdown on that emma decided to pin him down on forgiveness instead and he seemed a little bit shaky on that too have we actually checked alan's credentials He's not just a plumber called in to fix the U-Bend in the vicarage and in a hilarious mix-up found himself forced to minister to the village's spiritual needs for the next 20 years. Here is this week's theory. I think Ardell is in the witness protection programme as that is the only explanation for him not answering his phone, moving around the country from project to project and living in bed and breakfasts for months on end with no (laughs) real home of his own and refusing to have a social life of any kind. Eventually, after an inordinate amount of dodging about, Ardil finally copped on to the fact that his sister had, for the last month, been working about three miles away from him. Thank God for that. Will we now get the backstory? Will it be that since the death of his wife, Ardil has done nothing but work and his whole family is very worried about him? And this will be fixed by him going out with Krusty or Alice or similar. Fundamentally, his biggest problem is getting out of Ambridge Hall, especially now we know Linda had something that cleared up with some cream. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Poor woman. Must be the lot of a village locum GP. There she is trying to buy her raspberry yoghurt for lunch and she gets pinned up against the wall of crisps by a villager keen to tell her that the discharge has cleared right up. Oh. The horror bins decided to go on a family day out 200 miles away to what Twitter decided was Durham University. It yeah. was fun. And we went on a tour of the lecture halls. And then poor Brad decided that actually he wanted to go to Felpisham University as he couldn't face any more open days with Jazza in a kilt and <laughs> Tracy shouting, Oh, I'm thick, me. Imagine all this <laughs> book learning going on. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the vicarage, Usha was pulling on her boxing gloves and silk trunks, ready to knock seven bells out of Rob and or (laughs) Alan, depending on which one pissed her off most first. Hurrah for Usha. Less talking, more threats. That's what I call muscular Christianity, even if she is a Hindu. The end.
2: (laughs) Usha was... The absolute joy this yes. week, wasn't she? I'm not falling Ooh. for any
0: of your no. rubbish. And what I was sitting in the back going, oh. whoa, whoa,
2: whoa. yes. Who <laughs> is actually the only character in the arches who who you actually believe genuinely doesn't take any crap out of yeah. anybody. No, she's so convincing, isn't yeah. she? I just because even Stella's shown her. herself
0: to be a bit of a wibbler yes. about Pip, but who she just like... is, she literally the woman has no. Fucks to give, does she?
2: <laughs> no, and that's what's so good about Usha as well because also, because I think you get that sense from her also because she's not in it all the time. Yeah. And she's so, she's one of those people, isn't she, that doesn't, unlike me, who has to constantly be in the crowd and I can't bear to miss out on anything. She doesn't care. Yeah, <laughs> She'll like, show her, you know, pop out yep. the door occasionally yep. if she has to, or like begrudgingly in support of Alan. Yeah. But ultimately, she doesn't need to be, every... she doesn't need everyone to love her. No. And, that's and also, because she's married to quality. the vicar,
0: she's always got that in her back pocket, like, right, you pissed me off, you've pissed him off. Do you want the vicar to? <laughs>
2: <laughs> she's... You know? Alan is so lucky, isn't I know. he? I To have Usha. Oh, God, I loved her. I mean, if he had you somebody like Helen,
0: s- can you imagine? They'd just be Ugh. dithering endlessly, no. fannying oh, around, overthinking floppy... everything. No. Oh.
2: When she was like, go and slither back under that rock. Yeah. Oh, Her she voice sounded gorgeous. really
0: odd in that bit, actually.
2: Oh, but it was very ushery. Yeah. She, you know, because I think she's got a really lovely, quite seductive voice, actually. She has, but it was she really, actually, she was really spitting she, that out yeah. at him. But also art- and articulating it yeah. sort of right like that. And it yeah. was brilliant. Uh, but, and also she's the only person in the village that could say to Alan, go take your vestments off. Yeah. And it'd be a little bit sexy. <laughs> Slip out of your that. vestments. <laughs> Alan, go take your vestments off. As opposed to just vest.
0: <laughs> go and take your vest off, <laughs> yeah. Alan
2: this <laughs> she calls. I mean, I know <coughs> they are genuine. I know they are literally vestments. What is it? It was the way she said it. <laughs> you sort of wonder if she does that in the bedroom as well. Or do they have sex? I mean, it's hard to imagine. I mean, there's obviously something she finds attractive about Alan, isn't it? The motorbikes, probably. Oh yes, of course. I forgot he's in his leathers a lot, is not he? <laughs> I forgot that. <laughs> oh yeah, but no, I, yeah. It was three cheers for Usha. Yeah, absolutely. Thank God, because I was a bit worried. It was. I thought it was such a brilliant turn again this week. Yeah. Didn't you like when you know the suddenly? Of course, Rob goes to Alan. So yeah. he's going to try a new way in. And even then, Alan,
0: because Alan wasn't falling for it, but he just couldn't see a way out.
2: Yes, and the, and that's it again. It just shows these traps that Rob's yeah Rob, Rob sets for people, and it's so easy to fall for them. And then once you've fallen for two or three, yeah, there's no escape, is there? You're yeah. completely sort of in his hold, mm. and. Yeah. Because
0: even, I thought it was so clever when he said to uh, Alan, oh, yeah, no, Helen came with me. You can ask her. Yes. And uh, Alan went, Helen? And he said, oh, yeah. yeah." Oh, did her family not? Yeah.
2: Yes, it was very clever. Yeah. But that's why Usha was great, because Usha said something that is very difficult for anybody to say, isn't it? Which is like, I don't care if you've got cancer. Yeah. Yeah. And I I thought that was so brave that she's, you know. We are not,
0: what did she say? We are not falling. We don't have to listen to your nonsense.
2: Yeah, I can't remember, mm. but it was something yeah. great. But she's sort of the only person to have admitted yeah. that she doesn't care yeah. if he's, you know, mm-hmm. just because you've got cancer doesn't mean mm. we have to yeah. fall for your yeah nonsense, something like that. Yeah. Very good. And week, then you could see
0: him turn on a dime again when he's and you're not <gasps> even a yes. Christian
2: outside. Yes. Because I thought Usha was going to have the last word. Yeah, but uh, but of course it's still not over. But is there
0: going to? I mean, is he? Because the the more because Alan put his finger on it when he said, "You don't." The vicar shouldn't matter if you want your relationship with God. It doesn't matter who you yeah. go to, unless yeah. it isn't about that. And then he suddenly went, "Yes, yes, of, co- of course it is. Of course it is. Of course yeah. it is." Yeah. But he's not going to forgive Usha because he now sees Usha as having, um, sort of but, frustrated well, his his his, uh, his, 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 his chances and what what he getting what he wanted so she's now absolutely she's got a massive target on her head i think yes
2: mm. oh my god this is all definitely leading to some massive climax isn't it well let's hope so <laughs> let's hope so, you see but it's it's 2 weeks off to and a week on now isn't it 2 weeks 2 weeks break. off and break. a week on well as in like you sort of get 2 weeks oh, off Rob, two weeks and fluff, then fluff
0: Two weeks yeah. on and then fluff and then two weeks on and then rough and then yeah
2: fluff yeah and um, last week was well last week was lark rise week which is fine lark rise and to candle to, fluff that's what it was and we've come to terms with that week we have one. because, we because it was actually quite show. good yes because the show was
0: good <laughs> I tell you yes. what little um little 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 Tracy Horribin's daughter she was
2: cracking oh she was brilliant yeah she was really so good, her good. And Henry Her and Henry made the cutest I know. pair. Yeah, she was a very she's very only good nine, actress. very good actress. Yeah, but no, that that was brilliant. The only thing I, um, the only thing I would have preferred Lucy is because you know last week I said I think they must be. Do-, I, I thought I thought it wasn't going to be. Let's start the play in Ambridge and mm. then go into Lark Rise. You
0: were hoping it was going to be self contained.
2: Yes, I just thought I prefer it if it's self because I. I don't know. I found, I did find the um, going back into Archer's characters for a bit of commentary, qu- um, just not, I, I didn't love that, actually. No. I liked the fact it was narrated by the characters, but then the, when they brought, you know, sort of dissolved the fourth wall and were like, ho, 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 that's a bit like an ambridge, isn't it? We didn't really need that, I no. didn't think. Because it was pretty obvious. We were all week, And I was having a lovely time just trying to work
0: out who all the voices were. Oh, I love that.
2: That's the best ooh, ooh, game. Ooh, that's Chris Carter. That that's Chris Carter. That is the the best mm. game, isn't it? Quite a lot of them. I had no idea who it was. Mm. There were quite a few, and I was like, don't know, could be, yeah. that, but it's they've and Helen playing an old person. Yeah, it's <laughs> good. I loved it. It was very very good. Yes, yes, it but, was good. Um, yeah, but but I think next time, please, the archers, can you just make it as mm. you said a self contained? Well, that's drama. what they did
0: with um, Blythe the Spirit. Passion.
2: Oh, did they? They just
0: made that completely self-contained.
2: Yeah. I don't think we... Also, it felt a bit like it was like Spark Note's commentary. Yeah. It was almost <laughs> like, hey, we've got a rickyard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so a rickyard happens to oh, be a big Oh, I am... Farm. I can, there
0: is a parallel here between what is
2: happening... <laughs> her, her. That's so funny that that actually happens at Ambridge. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. But apart from that, those bits, it was...
0: Because awesome. even... Li- wasn't little Mia playing a old person as well?
2: Yeah, she was, yes. Yeah. It's <laughs> funny when had you hear voices. them being
0: grown ups and <laughs> yeah. you think, Oh yeah, you imagine yeah. them in like really oversized shoes or something.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was very, 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 very good. It reminded me a bit of um uh Laurie Lee, you know, Siding yeah. with Rosie. Yeah. That kind of, I love that kind of mm. story. What's in countryside and nothing happens really, does it? But just a bit of <laughs> Then a, there's
0: a, a war. And half the cast disappear and then everyone comes back again.
2: But it was sad when they mentioned the war and then they basically told you that all the male characters were going to be dead. Yeah. That made me sad. Anywho.
0: Um, It made me sad that Brad is going to Felbusham College.
2: Well, interesting, did it? Were you disappointed? Yes. I'm a bit two-sided about this because my my gut reaction was, oh, no, don't. Go to Durham. It's lovely. (laughs) And then I thought, "Mm, well, I think... maybe brad's not ready for that yeah and maybe this is actually a reflection on quite a lot of brad's generation Mm -hmm. the covid generation who probably are are very anxious about going Mm -hmm. away from home and
0: actually i i I did check with my with my daughter if i could share this story because it reminded me of her and i said is it all right and she said yeah 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 when she went off to university she she was classic you know she did her a levels at home yeah because of COVID. covid yeah. Um didn't have a gap year. She said I'm just desperate to get out, you know. I don't want to delay this anymore. Yeah, I feel right. like I'm, you know, my 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 fun years, I've lost two of them. I don't want to lose any more. I want to yeah. I want to go. So off she went and uh she got there. And I uh, left her at her halls and I said, do you want me to hang around? And they were, they were going around saying, like, do you want to, to come and come to the, the talk in the halls and have your dinner all together? And she was a bit hesitant and I said, no, 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 you go, you go and I'll, I'll clear off and I'll see you in the morning. If you want to, you know, we can go and have brunch or something. Yeah. So off she went. So I went off, stayed in a hotel. She went off and did her thing. And then f- four o'clock in the morning, my phone rings and it's this little voice going, oh. <sighs> like this and I said Tilly? And she said um yes hello I've decided that this this isn't for me, really. This, um, I really feel sick, and it's horrible oh, here. And, um, no. I'll just come back with you. I'll just come back home with you. <laughs> so you, you just come. I won't unpack. You just come past my house where I am now, and and pick me up, and we'll just go home. And then we won't we won't talk about this anymore. I just won't do it. It was that waking up in a strange place and thinking. Yeah. She said, "I I want to go and get make a cup of tea, and I don't. What if anyone's in the kitchen? And what if?" what do you what what should i wear if i'm just going to go into the kitchen and make a cup of tea do i have to get all dressed or can True. i just put my slippers on and my dressing gown and you know and it was just and, and i and i suddenly thought oh my god that's i suddenly had this sort of um fear for 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 Brad that that's what he's imagining
2: also i'm not i mean I don't know that if it was Durham that well it did. I I actually um, pictured Durham as well. I suppose because they said everything looks like a church, and it's two hundred it miles away, and every, everybody did a sort of um. Oh a, yeah, because Oxford. <laughs> they would triangulated be much it closer. and figured out
0: that all the clues pointed to Durham.
2: <laughs> but I don't think Durham is probably the right fit for Brad. I mean, I was saying some. Funnily enough, I was saying to someone recently. I don't think I'd send my kids to Durham. <laughs>
0: it's a bit Oxbridgey.
2: Yeah, exactly. I think probably it must, I assume, be quite populated with Oxbridgey mm-hmm. type people. Yeah. Maybe that's very just. Dis- no, like no, no, no. It has a big I mean public school
0: intake, and it. Yeah. It's also well, one of so the ones could... that got done for the most um, sexual harassment things Blimey. so
2: it, but you'd think if you had a, a kid who was like not super confident and yeah super a outgoing, bit introverted yeah there might because mm. there probably are some very confident mm. people at durham but maybe maybe not maybe i and obviously it's collegey isn't it so maybe there's a right fit there but i thought because I, I, I thought oh no don't go to felbush and brad spread your wings and then i thought but it's okay because he if he is feeling anxious he does seem quite an anxious type doesn't he mm. And he really—he's so focused on his studies anyway. There's no reason why he couldn't then go and do a. um, What's the next one you do? A master's somewhere else. Yeah. 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 And I thought I think in this day and age, it it maybe maybe our maybe our generation is changing anyway in that we you know my mum was like you've got to go as far away as possible darling and i did and actually i was really homesick but i think maybe we're turning more like europe where you sort of just go to your local university and you live with your parents and save money Mm. that way and it does Mm. seem like sort of a bit weird now to go super far away yeah it's when you have to pay for uni anyway Mm. now so it, it just makes everything much more expensive yeah and I think he'll be all right at Felpersham. and yeah. then uh, he—he's—he just really wants to get a—he just really wants to focus on his studies, yeah. doesn't he? And he thinks he might not be able to do that if he's—and also he—he
0: um, he doesn't have a problem with his with being at home. He likes Jazza, he loves Tracy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you know, like he
2: doesn't want to fly. No, the nest his yet. girlfriend's
0: there. He's, you know, well, no, she'll be going anyway. Yeah, but, but
2: she's going to be like an Exeter somewhere. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Or like wherever it's good at environment stuff. I don't really know where those are. Um, maybe are. We've like had an London. email about this with
0: somebody that knows oh, what yeah. they're talking about. Sarah Kelloway, oh,
2: That's always a relief.
0: <laughs> she <laughs> said, I'm getting in touch this week as my area of expertise is so rarely covered in the archers. I.e. I'm not a farmer vet, lawyer of all trades like Usha, <laughs> or a vintage upcycler. Um, <laughs> she is a senior outreach officer at the University of Essex. Ooh. and she coordinates the team that works with students like Brad Right. my main issue Brad couldn't afford the train ticket to the open day completely understandable with the daylight robbery of our public transport system these days however I really wanted to point out that most if not all universities are able to offer travel bursaries oh, to students I really, yeah. to I visit open that. days to help them get there you have to get in touch and ask and they'll arrange that for students who otherwise couldn't attend I was hoping this was going to be in the direction of the storyline but annoyingly it wasn't covered perpetuating the impression that access to university is reserved only for the more affluent in society. Uh... That's
2: really, that's really good to know, Sarah, because I did think surely there's some, because I I did think there's no way a university like Durham, like anywhere, wouldn't want someone like Brad Mm. to visit. They'd do everything they could, wouldn't they, to get him there, So yep. I'm really glad that those bursaries She says are the costs
0: of university are high, but there's a lot of support out there for students like Brad and it would be great if the BBC could cover these aspects like the travel bursary rather than perpetuating the belief that university is only accessible to the Aldridges of this world. Yeah, It's a great opportunity for the Archers to help break down barriers and preconceptions and explore the huge range of activities and support in place from teams such as ours, which help lots of students like Brad break the mould and create the future they want for themselves.
2: I feel really bad about being being saying (laughs) please please explain the student loan
0: system properly (laughs) when that comes up i know the loan doesn't cover everything and lots of students uh opt for part-time work to make up the shortfall. but a lot of my job is involved helping students parents and carers to understand the actual repayment terms the fact that the loan doesn't impact credit ratings like other loans and that students only repay when they're in a financial position to do so um, oh, this is
2: really yeah. useful, Sarah. I she says, the Archers you don't use the storyline to fuel
0: stereotypes and please use it to inspire and inform other Brads
2: and their families. Oh, that's really good, actually. And I, I, I hope anyone who's stud- currently studying at Durham, not studying at Durham 20 <laughs> years ago, but currently stud- studying at Durham, can write in and and say how it's changed <laughs> for the better. Yes. Because <laughs> I remember visiting it and thinking... There's no way I could go here. Because <laughs> <laughs> I found a lot of those
0: pashminas quite intimidating. <laughs> yes, there's a lot of Alice Band going on. The Alice Band game is strong. Um, this is from Clover Slack, who says, thanks for the podcast. Great name, which, Clover yes,
2: Slack. Oh, what a brilliant name. Which
0: at the moment is more enjoyable than listening to the actual archers mostly due to the vacillations of pip and stella just have a relationship <laughs> or not like any couple gay or straight <laughs> lark christ Candleford is one of my favorite books and i first read it over 40 years ago and i reread it every few years
2: oh that's lovely
0: was the plot device really just to culminate in the inclusion of a candlelit reading at the harvest supper i'm currently <laughs> re-watching the bbc adaptation of the novel it's on bbc iplayer oh, and was right. reminded of an event held called the penny reading which took place in the village is it possible this was the inspiration for the scriptwriter? Oh,
2: script right! Mm-hmm. Oh, that—that's—that must be it. Yes. Interesting. We have clever, clever, clever. I want listeners. to read the book. Actually, I actually now do feel, having slagged off all that sort of um, you know exposition, I do want to read the book now because right. I really enjoyed the. I loved the when they did it on ITV, but when I listened to it on Sunday, it, it sounded. I didn't remember anything actually, and I thought oh, I must have missed a lot. And if I've missed a lot in the TV and the radio, then I should read the book.
0: Yes, one should always read the book.
2: One, one should, and one shouldn't take, <laughs> be like Linda and just pretend you've done it. Yes. yes, quite. Or the, or the unabridged audio book.
0: Yes, unabridged. That's most important.
2: That is important.
0: Um, now. This is vicary stuff because I was thinking I can't be- I couldn't quite believe that uh, that Alan was in the predicament he was in. Mm-hmm. Because I thought, okay, so there's
2: He's predicuring his vicary. <laughs> mm.
0: There's there was four parishes that Adam Alan Adam ha Also um, who knew Felbisham had
2: a uh, did we know Felbish just sorry, did we know Felbisham had a uni? Or has it just been built?
0: No, no, no. We've it, it's been mentioned before.
2: Oh, okay, fair deeds. But it's obviously, doing very well. Yes, if it's top thirty for maths. Yeah. Amazing. Um
0: amazing. Uh, so four I quite believe that Alan, with four parishes, wasn't able to turn away somebody who was going to upset
2: the, the <laughs> entire
0: congregation, par- yeah. um, and who had actually got been given a restraining order not to go near the you know and it just seemed extraordinary however julie bacon he
2: could have called a friend Ju- on yeah day.
0: or indeed a vicar somebody who knew what they were doing what the person he should have called was the reverend julie bacon who uh, happily for us emailed us instead and she said this week has been enthralling for church nerds <laughs> The Anglican slash archers Twitter crossover seems pretty united on the key points, i.e., Alan is being at best naive and at worst stupid, and he needs to talk to someone. Because <laughs> you know, Rob is a dangerous man, and Alan yes. kept putting himself in positions where he there was only he, there was no witness, there was no recording of anything, there was no oh. there was no. It's you know, like it was in police be... dramas, when, yeah. you know,
2: when, yeah. like in Happy Valley, when Sarah Lancashire goes in on her own yes. and you're like, no, we yeah. all know. This I'll is tell is you what I've had a good idea. I'll go that. down
0: into the cellar with my torch, <laughs> which is flickering because the battery's about to go. I'll be fine though, won't I? Yes.
2: Just get your backup before yeah. you go into that yeah. shed no house. Need for heroics, love.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the vast majority of C of E clergy are all too aware of safeguarding risks, and in a situation like this, would be onto their diocesan safeguarding advisor pronto. It would also be wise to seek the advice of senior colleagues, like an archdeacon deacon, or bishop, to share the burden and to protect himself from any allegations. Exactly, oh, that Rob yes. or Miles yes. might choose to lob their way. Mm-hmm. The sensible way forward is for Rob to be put in touch with another clergy person outside the situation. Well, that's what happened this week. That's what happened today. Um, Alan shares the cure of souls for all who live in his parishes with the bishop. That's why anyone is able to request baptism, marriage or a funeral from the parish in which they live. So it isn't just between Alan and his conscience. It's very much about the effect that any decision to baptize Rob would have on the community. Rob's willingness or otherwise to engage with another clergy person would be evidence as to whether this is a genuine seeking of God or merely further manipulation. Yes, well, she also says something I hadn't thought of at all. She says uh, she thinks the scriptwriters are telling a more subtle story. Parish ministry can be a very lonely place for many clergy, and I suspect that when they get themselves into messes, it's often because they felt alone and unsupported. However lovely your family and friends might be, or terrifying, like Usha, for example, there are some things that only other clergy will get. And of course, many things have to be confidential. That's true oh, for other just... professions and jobs, but clergy are often working without close colleagues. Mm-hmm. And it's really easy to feel isolated, as I know personally. In my current role, I provide support to other clergy as this diocese introduces new ways of doing ministry and mission. And I know it's very much appreciated, as well as just doing things better professionally. I hope Alan finds someone he can talk to who understands his situation.
2: That is a good point, isn't it's it? Because it mu- it, mu- yeah, you're taking, you're, put, you're burdening yourself with a lot of people's. Worries and fears. Hello?
0: Sorry, I was having a drink, so I muted myself, oh, so you didn't. I'm
2: so paranoid that you just stopped listening to me. <laughs> oh, sorry. Shut up. <laughs> just put me on mute. Why would I do? Podcast. I put me on mute, not you on mute. No, I was just saying it must be a- No, I could hear you, profession.
0: Harriet. <laughs> I was
2: listening. That's waiting for you for you to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> or do what I do and just butt in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, it must be that. No, because I thought, is he not allowed to tell Usha because of confidentiality? Or was he just scared to? Was that why he didn't uh, talk to Usha about it immediately? Do you think he was just scared? Or was it a. I think he was scared. I thing? think he
0: didn't know what to do and he was scared. And he said, um, I knew you'd be upset. <laughs> upset was an understatement. Upset. I knew you'd and... go, batshit. <laughs>
2: silly not to just confide in someone but no but I guess it, I guess you know you probably have to just there must be so many things on your plate mm. as a vicar that you um, can't get them all off your chest I guess
0: and it, I and he was completely blindsided by Rob yeah. hobbling towards him wasn't he
2: is it Rob? Rob <coughs>
0: Titchener hey up oh, you having a quick cough and a drag
2: <coughs> oh, God, sorry.
0: is that an ice key went down the wrong way
2: Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, oh, sorry. Um, poor old Alan. Yes. So, guess how long? Alan, Alan, get a glass for that beer. I just love the way that you. share. I just. You've got it love all down your vestments way. now. Go and you take your vestments
0: off, you <laughs> mucky pot. You mucky vicar, mucky little vicar. Um, <laughs> guess how long Alan Franks has been. Vicar mm-hmm. of Ambridge Penny Hasset, Edgedean Darrington.
2: Oh my god, it's gonna make me feel like I'm older than I am. I'd say fifteen years. Twenty years. Twenty
0: years. This <gasps> is Terry White who has filled us in. Uh thank you very much, Terry. Uh, on our confusion about um Tim Hathaway and Siobhan Hathaway and do you oh, remember? Yeah. last week yeah. we all got very d- muddled. I
2: mean- I'd very much forgotten that yes. Tim and we Hathaway said well existed. maybe they had
0: an affair because why did they both go off together he said oh, they yeah. didn't he said they just became close while Tim's marriage was disintegrating it was all done quite subtly
2: Tim and the vicar the ex vicar
0: what Oh, sorry, hang on. Tim and the vicar did not have an affair. Tim and Janet, who's the vicar, did not have an affair. Janet, that was the one. Tim's marriage to Siobhan was disintegrating. Yes, yes, yes. Janet did her vicarious thing when Tim discovered his wife was pregnant by another man. There was a bit of business involving a scarf. Tim bought it for Siobhan, but gave it to Janet. And within a week or two of Siobhan taking Rory back to Dublin, Tim had joined a practice near Southampton, close to Janet's new parish. They drove off together.
2: Oh, so actually, well, right. Okay, so, but Tim has never been heard of no Since Rory came back. Yeah. Which is quite interesting because you maybe think that Tim might have an interest in you know, once it, once Siobhan died. So he mm. just Oh wow, that's quite oh yeah. I just always assumed that Siobhan there wasn't there wasn't a Mr. Siobhan.
0: There was a Mr but, Siobhan.
2: But there was. Mm. But your brain can only remember a certain amount of things. Yeah. And Two some of those Yeah. <laughs> One of, those are, do... one of those
0: is, am I holding something? That takes up a good <laughs> half of my brain. Don't let go of the thing that you're holding.
2: And the other one is, where am I going? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> where are my headphones, usually? That's <laughs> the other one. is just perpetually <laughs> where are Where do headphones.
2: I plug this, yeah. bitch? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this is, uh, Tim and Janet. Yeah, I, do, I vaguely remember Janet because I remember they Damn had it, a Janet. woman vicar. Because mm. even that was like a bit of Vicar of Dibley, wasn't it? Yeah, because Shula Janet. was
0: not happy, I don't think.
2: Oh, right. Oh, I got, well, and then she goes and becomes a I vicar. I don't oh no,
0: Was she happy? Oh, she wasn't happy about Usha. That's right.
2: What? Oh, yes. yes. Usha not being a mm. Christian. Yeah. So if you're a Christian vicar, you are allowed to marry into another faith. Yes. Not into another faith, but you're around. Yes. That's good, isn't it? Mm. Oh, that's just sensible. Mm yes i you, i think that's you know probably a very good way to raise a family as well isn't it mm. have a bit of both or maybe one of you nothing mm. or you know and then it's probably you should have seven parents <laughs> it takes a, a village etc cetera, et cetera. <laughs> a
0: humanist um rowan jones said uh about about the, she was talking about um uh, the Titcheners and faith and stuff and she said a puff of sulfur and up pops Rob, startling the Reverend Franks. Surely a family like the Titcheners would have had Rob conventionally baptized when young. I'm not a Christian. Can baptism be repeated in later life? He's no, not seeking said... redemption. He's manipulating the hungover vicar, giggling shakily at the controlled menace in his delivery of, I'm living in penny hazard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the stick sound effect was funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the iron cane. <laughs>
0: So what did they say about why he? No, they hadn't said
2: been... they said that no. Miles said that his father would never would didn't allow them to go anywhere near God. Mm. So his their father was very anti-Christian. Do you know what you get that quite
0: a lot in um, narcissistic personality disorder, which I think Rob has, and, and clearly and his father has has inherited it. Yeah, uh, not inherited. You know, taken on those traits. Yeah, um, because if you are a narcissist, nobody is you are the supreme being there is nobody better than you Oh, weird and the idea that anybody's word is you are you are i suppose you are it's a bit like you are god's emissary on earth you know what you say is completely right because it's like a you have like a divine belief in your own powers and um so you don't want them going near the real god because that might then shake their faith in you as the Real God. Yes. Um, so I'm I sure think that's mean.
2: why. Yes. Mm. Good gooding point.
0: Um, uh, Philip Shaw has thrown us a curveball and said, I've just seen Toya Wilcox on Richard Osman's House of Games and now understand why Pat <laughs> didn't recognise her at that festival. <laughs> I think she's oh. had some work.
2: Oh, my God. Not mm. Toya Wilcox.
0: Mm. She also does a lot of um, oh. video vid- videos with her on husband that. on a Sunday morning.
2: Oh, yeah, didn't they go at the Sunday for lunch? And she doesn't wear a bra
0: in... in any of them, I've noticed. I looked at wow. them today. And in all of them, I mean, she's got fantastic knockers, but, not a, but they're very, very evidently fantastic knockers. Wow. And it's clearly a little bit chilly in her kitchen. That's all I'm saying. Do you I'm
2: think saying. they're not her knockers originally?
0: I don't know. don't know whose they are. Oh,
2: I'm going to have to have a look. I mean, mm. she looks fantastic if you look at her on Google. Yes, she oh, does. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yes, I see what you mean about mm. the knockers. Yeah. Yes, it's very cold in that kitchen. (laughs) 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 Whack that heating up. I suppose that just adds the viewers, doesn't it? The viewers mount up once they've seen that promo (laughs) shot. Wow. Oh, yes. Wow, there's a lot of... Yeah. 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 Good. Uh, I know what I won't be watching on Sunday lunch. So well
0: done to you. Um, (laughs) Now, Kate Lloyd-Jones' predictions. Yes. uh, my ideas she said which could still come to fruition <laughs> she says in a slightly desperate way were he will request to be buried at st stephens next near john's grave she says oh and it oh, will be no. right next to john's grave
2: yeah but would he, would they sure surely they can just say we haven't got any room yeah
0: but my favorite the rob Titchener memorial stained glass window <laughs>
2: He did say a lovely yes.
0: window didn't he?
2: Right. Oh my god <laughs> Oh that's gonna be awful
0: <laughs> and um, she also said given Lillian's just made an appearance, I also wonder if Rob has rented his flat from Amside just to cause more archer's Ooh, friction.
2: Ooh Penny has it.
0: I think we've kind of quietly given up on Amside, haven't we? No one cares. No one ca- Lillian it hasn't certainly been doesn't mentioned. care. No one ever can remember what they do or anything. Ever
2: since she got her new kitchen, it yeah. hasn't been mentioned, no. basically. No. Nah.
0: Um, uh, Elvis Dutton says mm-hmm. I wanted to mention that Monty is my favourite character by A Country Mile. <laughs> His comic timing is impeccable. I nearly <laughs> crashed the car laughing. Keep up the sterling gold work on the podcast.
2: Thank you very much, Elvis. Um... <laughs> Yes. Uh, did you did you did you hate the ghost story stuff
0: they always do it I'm sort of resigned to it but, now but
2: i did, I was i was I was not appreciating eating eating I wasn't eating it I wasn't appreciating it but then when uh emma then found the uh what was her name Annie Bosworth story mm. in Linda's thing and it turned out that was true I got a little bit of the shivers I actually did feel a bit Really? Um, yeah. Because I thought when her and Linda, when she was reading, and I don't know, I suppose it was because when she was going to Eddie, oh, no, is that true? And and you're like, it's Ed-. when Eddie's telling it, it just yeah. sounds like a load of nonsense. Because she was reading it out of a book. Yeah. And she was disbelieving. I thought it was quite scary. I jumped then, when the dog barked.
0: I yes, exactly. Say.
2: I thought it was brilliant. And then when she said to Eddie... Um oh my god how did you know and he said i didn't know i was like oh, oh, oh. i went a bit goosebumped he did though didn't he well, he says he didn't mm. L- linda <laughs> oh thanks <laughs> lovely <laughs> nice sorry muddling yeah, me up with Lizzie. a heavily scarred woman in a wig thanks very much <laughs> I mean, i'm terribly good at organizing <laughs> oh, god when she said to Arnold, don't worry we've cancelled our weekend away in bath i thought that is su- such such a terrible thing to yeah. do to a man who yeah. is sharing his, this space with you. Give him a weekend off and let him roam freely yeah. in that kitchen and make his own sandwiches. Yeah, you, wander around in his pants, on him.
0: singing, and oh, not having, exactly. you exactly. Know, can have a poo just, with the door open. <laughs> oh,
2: things like oh, that, yeah. you know. Amazing. You, you heard his heart sink. We're we with He said, oh, "No, no, don't, don't do that, Linda." And <laughs> I I was like, no. Please. <laughs> oh God, poor Ardal.
0: <laughs> I can't believe he's still... Surely that doesn't happen, does
2: it? No, that was annoying.
1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
2: Because, okay, so I thought, you know, poor old Ardil, we. Has he got you know, a house? N- no, no. he Is could, he a uh, homeless? He's a, he is a homeless, probably, isn't he? Or maybe he has a flat somewhere, but. But it's full of his uh, dead wife's things and well, he won't exactly, go back. And blah, blah, as blah. you said, it must be, mm. he, you know, he's still grieving I guess for Mm -hmm. his wife which is why as you said quite rightly this is why he's distracting himself with work and everything but um I thought it was going to be some really serious issue some I thought he had some really major problem with um, gay Grables and something very dramatic was going to Mm. happen but if it was just that he's been a bit a little bit worried about it (laughs) (laughs) and having you know a little bit worried it just annoyed me because also I really liked the sort of the um the strange thing going on with him and his sister. I think we all assumed it was his sister, even before we sort of knew at the end. And I thought, wow, there's some incredibly dramatic family dynamic going on. But then he was like, oh, hi. Hiya. (laughs) Oh, I didn't know you were here. I thought I saw you in the shop the other day, but I didn't bother saying anything. (laughs) It just didn't, it wasn't quite the dramatic sort of climax I'd imagined. Yeah. And then she was like, just breathe, (laughs) Ardell.
0: And he just went, oh, yeah. and that oh, was it. Better. It's fine. <laughs> I know. She said, there you go. Well done.
2: Because <laughs> it would have been more interesting. Also, I found... Linda, incredibly annoying. Linda and Oliver babysitting him, going, yeah. "Oh, you can't, you can't be working terribly, 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 terribly hard when your hotel's about to open." Of course, someone will be working sixteen hours yes. a day or whatever because their hotel is opening in two weeks and it's not finished. And
0: also, two of the biggest problems Ardil have has are Linda and Oliver. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Linda because she follows him round the ki- when he has got <laughs> any downtime, she follows him round the kitchen, telling him about <laughs> stupid things that he's doing. And he's because he's polite, he can't go just, I don't pay you to have to listen to you, you mad old bat. So he has to listen to her chunching on. And then Oliver's, you know, oh, have Hello. the weekend off. Where are those very important drawings, <laughs> Oliver? Oh, I don't know. I've put them down somewhere.
2: Exactly.
0: I'm oh. <laughs> a look in last weekend's Observer. Are they in that? No, no.
2: Well, I've drawn those. a
0: big willy on the back of one of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know.
2: Oh, I'll just get my tea measure out and uh, knock up some little doodles for you. Don't worry. Oh, I'll have a little word with somebody. And, uh, I'll give you some cakes. Eddie, Eddie can help.
0: Eddie, you free. <laughs> you fancy building a hotel quickly? I'll oh. just
2: hire a member of the village to help us. Well, I'll make up a salary. <laughs> <laughs> <It's just laughs>
0: so Tracy, let's story. ask Tracy and Emma. We'll ask Tracy <laughs> and Emma to do everything finance director tracy marvelous
2: (laughs) i thought dr malik i can't remember do we know her christian name i can't remember but um when she was in the shop with linda just trying to get some the sandwich or whatever she was trying to get oh she'd run out of something hadn't she yes but when she was in the shop with linda and linda was banging on and she just did a brilliant job of going I'm so busy, yeah. I haven't got, I just literally just cannot. It was a bit like when Alan was trying to pay for his cappuccino yeah. and was like, anyway, chocolate sprinkles. <laughs> and he was just like, I just need my coffee. I thought those, Alan did a really good job yeah. in that situation and she was just brilliant in that scene. Well, that is would... why, I
0: mean, uh, uh, when um, but some of the, the teachers at, at my kids' primary school said they hated living where they worked. Because they said oh, people bet. pin you up against the deep freeze bit in Tesco oh, and God. ask them about SATs results and, you know, yeah. well, whether or going... not their child is, you know.
2: <laughs> that thing I was talking to you about in the surgery. I mean, actually, if you were the local doctor, you would never go in the local shop, no. would you? No. Because you'd be the there The cream's for... cleared it right up and the smell, <laughs> you could hardly... <laughs> but could you just check this yes. little pussy bit here that I've...
0: <laughs> Part of it seems to have dropped off. I don't know where. Could you... Oh, look, it's in the bottom of my flip-flop there. Look. <laughs>
2: But you just well a you wouldn't have time would you because no don't GPs just they don't, they don't get a break do they no. and then you there's no way you'd go to <laughs> I you do a you do a delivery yeah. Even for a packet of, bil- you, I think you'd, you'd never d-
0: leave the house if you. But but she yeah. lives in Solihull, Hill, doesn't she? Poor woman. But you know, oh, that's
2: true. Actually. I don't mean.
0: I'm sure Solihull's very nice. I didn't mean poor woman for that. I meant <laughs> that she has a long journey. <laughs> that's what I meant. Read
2: Lucy. <laughs> They've got a bloody good university. I'll have you know. You
0: pissed off Durham, so I thought <laughs> I'd, I'd piss off Solihull. Mm.
2: <laughs> no, If that, you're right. So by the time she gets home, she hasn't got time yeah. to get an Accardo or no. whatever. No. 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 no, no. Um.
0: Now this is Laurie Dudley who's just decided to have a round with everybody about everything. He told me that he'd been to a wedding. And oh, um, yeah. so he was quite hung over on the train on the way home. And, and he suddenly became enraged uh, by uh, David's email about Natasha. Oh, yeah. And he said he spent 10 minutes worrying that he's a misogynist. Um, <laughs> he said... David said that Natasha hasn't had everything handed to her on a plate, unlike the archers. While I agree that it's a fair characterisation of Helen and Tom, I don't think it's true of Tony and Pat, who I believe bought Bridge Farm, having made a success of it as tenants. Yes, that's true. Yes, true. Tony was backed up by Peggy's money, though. And I think what I find most grating about Natasha swanning around lording it over Fallon et al, remember she'd barely got one foot in the door before she was pushing Jazza out of a job, is that she's, I've forgotten that, is that she's done bugger all to contribute to the success, such as it is, of Bridge Farm, but feels her wedding ring gives her a right to call the shots. Warming to my theme, in this way and in this way alone, she reminds me of Rob, who similarly appointed himself a full partner in Bridge Farm, even before he married Helen. Oh, this is God. not to fall completely for the Lady Macbeth trope, Tom has full autonomy and is just as much of a self-centred shit and should have the gumption to realise it as well as businesses, people, they are members of a small, tight-knit community and shouldn't make decisions about their friends' and neighbours' livelihoods on a whim, which that lot do fucking constantly. <laughs> that said, I do have a soft spot for Brian, so maybe David has a point, perhaps because he's funny. Natasha has her sensitive side, but she has all the wit and subtlety of a heavily trailed Archer's drama on Radio 4 crossover. I hate them. I hate them all. Maybe when my wedding hangover subsides, I'll feel more generally disposed. Feel free to ignore, as that was quite the rant, but I needed to get it off my chest.
2: That was quite a wedding you went to. (laughs) do you
0: think somebody maybe he was wearing hurty shoes you know hurty <laughs> shoes make you feel incredibly oh, awful you just hate everybody
2: awful you do you cannot mm. escape the pain so you no. cannot bear you stand one. on
0: one leg just to give the other leg a respite from the pain oh, and then that hurts awful. even more when you put that down awful. you know if you take them off you're, oh, never, you're going never going to put them on back. again <laughs> <laughs> because your feet will immediately expand to the size of marrows, so they're just not. Yeah. But
2: actually, Lucy, it's your own fault because what one really should do is take an extra pair of shoes to a comfy pair of shoes. To oh, they wedding.
0: all do that now, don't they? Yeah, that is I the do. thing to do. It
2: is at eleven thirty p.m. You put the comfy shoe on, yeah, and go. Oh, thank God for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you leave your nice shoes at the venue, and you just never get them. <laughs> <laughs> So it's not worth it, actually. It's <laughs> uh, full of
0: high heeled <laughs> yeah. shoes with a bit of blood in one corner where <laughs> someone blister's burst or something. Um right, now we're going to do
2: What's the L
0: What the L is happening?
2: What the hell is happening? To? <laughs> um right, do you remember last week? I love that. I just love that theme tune. <laughs> I love it, Matt. Just really, really good. Do you remember last week's? no no hang on i do i think helen please look you don't have to go oh, i think i do well i'm sorry
0: okay i didn't want to have to tell you and why
2: did you then because i
0: said i care about you okay i find his voice fascinating ian
2: i care about about you it's, it's not just hard. his accent
0: it's his actual voice it's really grainy and sort of a bit of and i don't know it's quite interesting um, now who did
2: we think that was about We thought it was about Robert. We were wrong. (gasps) Lee! No. Oh. Oh.
0: James does say, I will say, I was quite mean with last week's clip. It was not about Rob, but about Helen's short-term boyfriend, Leon. Oh, from the bar, the bar man? Yeah. Head over the heels for the Australian... No one got this right. For the Australian bartender, Leon. On a double date, Ian noticed Leon was checking out other women at the bar and was constantly messaging them. Helen did not appreciate Ian's observation, but Helen soon saw the real Ian when she turned up... The real Leon. ...at the bar... Yes, sorry, really? to give Leon his Christmas present where she found oh. Leon kissing someone else.
2: It oh, sounded very confusing, The whole Yes,
0: <laughs> Ian was kissing Leon and not Robin. Mean, yes. Him a
2: special Christmas present. No. Yeah. <laughs> yes, now that completely, now that that is said, I do remember all okay. of that. Because I remember Leon was, oh God, maybe I knew him, the actor, or I can't remember why he... Um, I remember
0: you knowing him, so it yeah, can't I have been that long ago.
2: Him. Yeah, it, no, it wasn't that long ago, was it? Mm. Maybe ten years ago. Mm. Something like I, think, I feel like it was something like that. You're overestimating
0: anyway. now, aren't you? Because normally we <laughs> underestimate and say it was a week last Tuesday, and it turns no, out. No, because
2: I've I remembered that I I specifically said that because I remembered that ten years is a short amount of time <laughs> now nowadays. <laughs> It used to be a lifetime, now it's not. It's a
0: a mere blink. Right, should we do this week's?
2: Yeah. Ready? Yeah.
1: Falling Albert Fry! Mr. Albert Fry, Big Brother is watching you! You what? Do not attempt escape! There is nowhere to hide! Who's that? The Toby of your garden are being beamed directly to the screen of Mrs Linda's oh, it's his bloody snail. drone,
0: isn't it oh. that's Toby and his drone do you remember the drone cut the drone uh company that he set up oh, to do God, no. to do aerial shots of um people's houses
2: oh my God, I don't remember that Was, oh, that was one of no, his not no it was it was Leone
0: and. James, James, who set up that company, and Toby did the did the droning stuff for them. because He's a good droner no, because
2: they because they mentioned Leonie and James's yeah. balloon, didn't they? This yeah. week? Oh God, clever Lucy!
0: I think that's right. Oh God, somebody, oh, nice somebody, to... write in and tell me because i have nice now to lost. Hear, confidence, um, dear but, old birthday. Yeah. Eh? Eh?
2: Oh. <laughs> he had such a great voice. Yeah. Oh. Um. Right. Good one.
0: It's competition time.
2: Competition! This Arrietty. is what we've all been, what we've all been waiting for all day, Lucy. I was very excited about this earlier on, yes, and I'm still excited. Okay. So, uh, the question was: We have a lovely uh,
0: watch to give the winner,
2: do, do, do. and we asked people: well, You're obsessed
0: with the stripper. Do, do you not know any other tunes?
2: No, because I'm trying to think of you know that sort of lift music that in the old days oh, they do, play. Do,
0: do, do, do.
2: Yeah, you know that sort of when a nice woman, a nice pretty lady would, yes, like on the Generation Game. Yes, exactly.
0: Um, We asked people, yeah, who would they give a watch to in Ambridge, and what would they have engraved on the back? Yes, and we had many, many, many Many, uh, many, entries, which we narrowed down. Of course, we all violently disagreed on the winner.
2: Lucy sent a short list and said who's the winner and yeah. I said this person I said this person then this person then this person Jeff said no this person then this person then this person and he said no this and I then said this person, then this
0: none of you have picked any of the people I liked so
2: what I have done were, the trouble is they were all, all good very 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 good answers so
0: what I have done rather brilliantly very is, brilliantly actually, I, I, it was, it was idea. my idea actually yeah <laughs> uh, Was but
2: you've executed it Brilliantly,
0: <laughs> um, is I have written them all out on a piece of paper and I am going to uh scrunkle them up, this is
2: so exciting. And then
0: <laughs> Cooper is going to choose the winner, and then the winner gets the watch. So,
2: but you just have to explain how Cooper's going to get the winner.
0: Yes, I am going to
2: crunch, cr- tr- crunch them all up into balls. Yes, but are we going to read all of them? Oh, at the end, we'll read all
0: of no, them. I'll read them, I'll read them now. So, there's only three of them
2: because I picked oh, the top okay. three.
0: Okay. Oh, that okay. That we all wanted, yes. Well, the,
2: well, some of the others were absolutely amazing as well. Mm. So, we had uh,
0: Helen Grady, and she wanted to give the watch to Brad. No, to George, Georgie, and have it engraved on the back. Brad knows best.
2: Oh,
0: I love that one. Ben Johnson suggested giving the watch to Lee and have it engraved on the back. The long hand is minutes, the short one is hours. Which <laughs> made me laugh. And Charlotte Morgan wanted to give it to Rob Titchener with the rather sinister engraving TikTok on the back. Which, yes. Anyway, so, Cooper. Oh, Cooper's run away.
2: No, that's... No, 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 come here. No, this is Cooper. friendly paper, Cooper. No, no. He friendly thinks he's being paper. told
0: off, so he's left the office. Oh,
2: he thinks Annie Bosworth and the yeah. Hound is out to get him.
0: Okay. When he comes back in...
2: It's <sighs> literally scarpered. Oh, Lucy, this this was going it oh was so going well. Be. But it doesn't matter
0: because we could talk about next week's competition.
2: Also, what you could do is throw them in the air, and the one that you catch with your mouth is the winner. You just want me to choke, don't you? <laughs> I know. No, no, not live on air, Lucy. What'll be funny about that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, talk, 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 talk so, to me about prizes next week.
0: We, yeah. How do you feel about honey? Do you like honey? I love Oh, honey. hang on, he's back. Coopy, oh, he's back. No, 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 stay, stay, stay. Oh, for God's sake. Cooper, stop being neurotic. Come here, what's this? Cooper? what's this?
2: It's a competition, Cooper.
0: Cooper, it's a competition, and you're very important. Oh. Come here, come here. Right, I'm going to see. throw them. They we'll never do this on, on the
2: generation game. No,
0: they don't. Ready, Cooper. <laughs> Oi. Oh. Okay, I'm going to throw it, and we'll see which one he goes
2: to. Okay.
0: Okay, go right. I can While we wait for it. my idiot <laughs> hound to return, he's now chasing <laughs> things in the dark up and down the garden thinking that that's what I want him to do. <sighs> um, we have got an amazing uh, present from hiveandkeeper.com and that they sounds, make... Nice. Re- it's the kind of thing that makes you wet yourself with excitement, Harriet. Oh, oh, oh,
2: he's... Oh, which one, Cooper? Which one? Which I feel I feel terrible I feel terrible for Helen and everybody else who was just sort of at the mercy of Patient, me. yes. Tenter hooks they are. Yes, yes, it's called it's called
0: <laughs> it's called tension. Cooper.
2: Tension. What is- Very this is incredibly tense. Was that you throwing a ball? Yeah, that's me throwing something else.
0: Okay, I'm going to pick up the one he's just trodden on. Right?
2: Okay. Or oh, Unless you put a biscuit in them all and then he'll
0: Did you pick it up I could just I could just put a biscuit in the one I liked, couldn't I? (laughs) Rig it. I have not done that. I have not done that. Right. Savannah is. Savannah is. It's Helen Grady and Brad knows best.
2: Poor Georgie. Lucy, that was my (laughs) favourite. Yay. I love that one. Because it's heartfelt. Yes.
0: (laughs) <laughs> you soppy son. Helen Grady, congratulations.
2: Congratulations.
0: Um, if you can email me with your address, if you do it on Patreon messages, then I'll know it's you. Um, email me with your address or the address that you'd like the watch sent to and also what you'd like engraved on the back uh, in 45 characters. And then I'll send you the link for the watches that you can choose from. And then I will tell that to lovely Fergus at Acurist and then they will send it over to you. Yay. Yay. well done Helen well now,
2: done Helen and well done everybody else and, and yes, thank you for you've all um, done very well terribly um, terribly good
0: uh, so this, this next week's uh, yeah. one is a honey hamper from oh, limited edition lush. honeys at Hive and Keeper
2: oh I love that sort of stuff
0: I know they produce, they produce only 70 to 450 jars per batch of Hive's but the, the authentic taste of British raw honey.
2: I love raw honey. And it's blooming expensive, though. That's yes. why I don't often buy it. Uh,
0: she says it's uh, it's as varied and beautiful as the UK landscapes it comes from, and uh, it comes from hi- so it's single hive honey okay. uh, from the buzzing hives nestled in gardens, woodlands, meadows, and fields across the UK. Oh right! And uh, she sent me two jars of the honey. And I forced Jeff, who was quite poorly at the time and probably wasn't up for doing a honey tasting. But anyway, I made him (laughs) and recorded him. So (laughs) I will play that in now so you can hear us doing a honey tasting. (laughs) Um, Welcome to my kitchen, listeners. We don't often come into my kitchen. You'll be interested to hear that I've just cleaned it for you. Uh, I don't know why. Obviously, that makes no sense at all, but it's force of habit. Panic. People are coming. Um... We have well, first of all, I'm here with Jeff.
1: Hello. Hello.
0: Hello. Um, what do you know about honey on or beekeeping on the archers?
1: On the archers? Yes. Leonard? No. Oh it seems like the kind. It he seems does, like doesn't the he? sort, yeah. Jim?
0: No. Uh,
1: then I know nothing about beekeeping on the arch beekeeping? Bee kicking. Bee kicking. Yes. They
0: don't kick them. <laughs>
1: oh, I'm pleased to hear that.
0: They rule that out. I largely. don't
1: I don't know anything about beekeeping on the archers, it turns out.
0: Or indeed bee kicking. Um, Jill Archer keeps bees. Ah. And uh, it was how she sort of bonded. I expect especially. Leonard
1: helps occasionally then.
0: I think he did once. There
1: you go, you see. He's basically a beekeeper.
0: Um, ben, her grandson Ben, was the, um, the one that helped her most. And it's how they sort of bonded. I see. as as relatives and what is the uh, country tradition with bees do you know
1: you might have to be a little more specific
0: Mm. do you know any no (laughs) when there's been a death in the family oh yeah you tell the bees is that right Mm -hmm. and what do they do with that they put it in the paper I don't know Um, but why you ask yourselves are we doing all this bee chat well we have been sent a very very lovely company called Hive and Keeper the beautiful stuff and they produce honey that is oops just clanged the tray that the samples are on because i've done this very properly listeners um they do single apiary harvest so it's totally unique it the honey will taste of what the bees have been eating in the area in which they in that garden at that time yes 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 So uh, I love that idea.
1: Me too. I think it's fantastic. Now,
0: so we're going to do a tasting and you've got to try and guess what this tastes like. So we have nice crackers Mm. for you to eat. With the honey. Don't eat them just now. okay. Not just a little. No. Right, so we'll start with this one. Have a dip in here. This is a runny. This is from July
1: 2022. Runny, slightly clear, very slightly cloudy honey. But it's very, very runny
0: one of only 238 jars. Yeah.
1: tastes kind of citrusy, lemony or orangey or something like that. There's no there's none of that um, you know some honey can have a sort of slightly harsh
0: aftertaste. Yeah.
1: That doesn't have that at all.
0: Now. Very, very nice. Look at this one. It's very different.
1: Oh, hang on this is I don't I don't know if I've oh, got a spoon. So this is a uh, a set honey. It's cream honey. Uh, it's got much more of a uh, bouquet than the first honey.
0: This smells like the sort of honey we used to have when I was little. We used to have the thick honey. I don't know where we got it from.
1: Ooh, that's a much stronger flavour. Is it? Mmm. T- it, um, it tastes a bit, well <laughs> of the sea as well a bit. Really?
0: Okay, so which do you like best? Or do you feel it invidious to say?
1: Ooh, they are both really, really, really nice. And really different. Very different. Uh, I'm just going to try the first one again remind myself.
0: I'd have that one, I'd have the thick one on crumpets. And I'd have that one in a cake, like a honey cake or something. Or I'd have honey and lemon with a hot toddy with that one.
1: That runny one is um, more accessible. It's very clean. It's very delicious. The other one is slightly more challenging, but I think I prefer it.
0: Oh, okay. I've, so, I've been
1: challenged by the honey, and I have accepted <laughs> the challenge.
0: Right. So this, you, the one that you like best, is that has been kept in a garden from mm. bees kept in a garden mm. in Canford Magna in Dorset, where you used to live.
1: I used to go to school very close to Canford Magna. Mm. Indeed. It's
0: one of only three hundred jars, uh, and that she started. Claudine started beekeeping because she started doing it in lockdown,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and away she went.
1: Well, she is doing a bang up job. Because well that's done, really, Lordy. really lovely. No, don't put it away. I'm, st- I'm still testing here.
0: No, you're just eating now. Yes. That's different. The other one, you see, you should have had a natural affinity with the other one.
1: Should I? Yes. Is it Scottish?
0: No, he's an accountant. <laughs> this is Howard.
1: Like the best bakers, it turns out.
0: Who, uh, the, the the runny one was um, from Howard's bees that are kept in his garden in Blaisden in the Forest of Dean. So That's Howard Beasley. Beasley. Beasley, yes. What a
1: fantastic name
0: Yes, um, for an
1: apiarist.
0: Yes. So this, ladies and gentlemen, a hive and keeper hamper is going to be yours if you answer the question correctly. It's not this one, is it? Because there's week. going to be none left. In the no, no, no. no not the one. So thank you very much, Jeff and me. Um, oh. <laughs> so if you would like to win the lovely, yeah. lovely honey... They do all orgu- go Yeah, have a look at the site. It is What's it called? HiveandKeeper.com. Hive and, keeper. and they do Com- lovely things. They do leather stuff and throws and cushions and oh, china. Okay, okay. And... I
2: wrote it in wrong and Victoria Plumbing came up. That's no. Weird. Because right. hmm. it's nothing to do with, with no, toilets. No. Hive and keeper. Yes. Hiveandkeeper.com. Oh yeah, they've got loads of stuff. Yes. Oh, yes, Lucet. I know,
0: that's right up your cup of tea, isn't it? That?
2: Right up my... I love this kind of yeah
0: lushness.
2: Artisan. Oh, got, like wool throws. <laughs> <laughs> and mugs.
0: <laughs> anyway, meanwhile, the honey was blooming I if delicious. They I say.
2: If they had a shop, what, what they would have done in the old days, you'd go in and it would smell yeah. amazing. It would smell of beeswax and all pale And lavender And
0: lavender and oh,
2: honey. And... I want to go in there. Yeah.
0: Um, okay. So this week's question. Yeah. Before anybody moans, it was in the show. You just have to have eagle ears. Okay. One of the villagers did a reading in the Lark Rise by Candlelight evening. Yeah. That mentioned a ghost. Where was the ghost always seen?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember. What? What was it? This week.
0: In this week. The, yeah. r- the villagers were discussing their lark rise then, by candlelight evening. Right, okay. And one of them said about their reading and they right. mentioned a ghost and where was that ghost always seen?
2: Okay. In the library with the dagger? It's <laughs> a ghost, not a murderer, you idiot. Okay, okay. <laughs> I haven't won any, honey. No, you have not, no.
0: And anyway, I ate it. Oh, I can give you, th- I can give you the rest of the jar that's only had a few... Teaspoons yes, please. taken Can you just out of it. Re-packaged yeah. In You're not having the hamper. I'm keeping that. <laughs> Cute. But anyway. Um, for a
2: change, I might just order
0: something <laughs> online and pay for it. <laughs> oh, how very old fashioned. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
0: yes. So good luck, everybody. Uh yes, good and luck. as usual, send it in to us on the Patreon messaging thing. Yep. Uh and good luck. And I know it's a bit of a nasty question, I'm sorry. But and it's
2: not long till our Patreon halloween
0: What is on the 30th?
2: What is on the 30th of Octorom? Yes. <laughs> Octorom.
0: <laughs> oh, and now we are crossing over to Gay Grable's, where we're taking a look at the new decor. I said it like Linda then. Decor.
2: Decor. Decor. Thanks so much, Ardell. Lovely to be back at Gay Grable's. I've left the confidentiality agreement on the front desk. This is very exciting. I can't believe I'm going to meet the new owner. Finally.
1: Hello, hello, it is me, Febreze Frelpicham. Looking like I have just stepped out of the salon because I have. You? Yes, me. You are in surprise, I think. It is understand. Febreze the media mogul. You know. Febreze, the style guru, you also know. Who you do not know is Febreze, entrepreneur and interior decoration expert.
2: I had no idea. Well, frankly, I had no idea you had that kind of money.
1: Well, normally I don't. My auntie Wierschnitz sold her stud goat, which has fathered pretty much all of a world-winning goat in Eurovisia. It is a terrifying animal and looks like a bag of cabbages from behind, so you can imagine how much it is worth. So, I thought I would invest my little poached egg in a local project, and here we are. I think you are in charge of launch event, which is very exciting, and I have some question for you about the rebrand of the hotel itself. For example, where are the fountains? And I wanted mother-of-pearl toilet and silver balloons. And what do we have? Everything all white and echo, and so it is like being in a sink full of mushrooms.
2: Oh! Ah, my concern was more about the finish. Yes,
1: well, they haven't finished, that is the problem. Arden told me it will all be fine, but I am not sure it will be done by the time of launch event. Are you as worried as me?
2: Well, as you know, I have been responsible for curating a variety of balls across Felpersham. We
1: have so much in common.
2: But I feel this should be the pièce de résistance. Classic, contemporary, and a truly restrained exclusive event.
1: Absolutely. And also with podium dancer, I was thinking. Where would they go?
2: There will be no podium dancers, Febreze. This is not Jack's cap on the third Thursday of the month. Oh,
1: Linda, nothing, say celebrate, like wild-eyed, sweaty young scaffolders covered in glitter.
2: Wrong, Cleontel, entirely, Febreze. Our demographic is AB ones and twos.
1: Ones and twos? Toddlers? I cannot see them fit in at all, Linda, and they might slip off
2: podiums. No, a wealthy international crowd, I mean. C-suite executives. Oh,
1: I see. Wealthy international chief executives. Coming to a titch little village in Borchester. Not going to happen. We need somewhere for young, stylish people that can post on Instagram, hashtag literally obsessed with gay creables funny coloured drinks and ice cream with dry ice and an Elton John tribute band. My friend Graham is in one and I thought he could play the opening night. Don't go break my art, Circle of Lions and Windy Candle. He is very good.
2: Oh Febreze, I really don't think that this is what Adil has in mind. Hello? Sorry? Oh, hello Ardeel. The new owners are at the desk. But I'm sitting here talking to Febreze. I was under the impression... Ah, I see. Yes, okay. Yes, I will tell him. Thank you. I'll come to the front desk now. Well, Febreze, that was Aldi. He says you are not the new owner of Gay Grables. In actual fact, you have sponsored a hanging basket out the front. And apparently he's had to speak to you before about interfering in Gay Grable's rebrand. He mentioned the words, restraining order.
1: Fine, if you do not want my help, then what can I do? The whole event will be big boring disaster full of anti-cardboard wearing support stockings and all men wearing mothy dinner jackets and Paco Rabanne. Oh, but fine, if you do not want style, you will not have style. Hello, Feriza looking like I have... Oh yes, N- no, no, I am going to have to cancel. Yes, I am sorry about that. Well, apparently, some people do not see the point of a naked sushi buffet. I know, I know, no, no idea.
2: Adele.
1: All right, all right, I am going.
0: Thank you very much. <coughs> oh dear, sorry, Linda and Fabrice. Um, and also thank you to everyone that supported Jeff on his mission to get more guide dogs for Jazza. Jazza's going to have a thousand guide dogs now, whether he wants them or not. <laughs> He'll have to give up being on the arches to look after to... the many billions of guide dogs that we're going to get him.
2: <laughs> Move house, Ryan. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, you can find uh, the funding page at go on to JustGiving.com and put in. Yep. Jeff Thomas Fat Burning Fundraiser.
2: Okay, because some it. yes, because some people have been asking, Lucy, and it's hard to find this link. Oh, is it? I'm, no, no, I mean as in um it's not on the Twitters or whatever. Oh I
0: will put it on again. Yeah. I think I put it on after you messaged me and said people can't okay. find it, so I put okay. it on them. Fab. Yes. Jeff
2: Thomas, Fat Burning Fundraiser. Yes. On just giving. Yeah. And we had a
0: lovely when Jeff was here, we had a lovely message from um Jazza, who saw sorry, Ryan, who saw how much we'd We'd raced already and went oh how about mm. that then pal
2: or something in a very oh, scottish way and it was lovely oh, voicemail! cool yes. i love it when jazza calls brad big man oh he's it's... so affectionate yeah. to Brad, and i just i just was so in love with that family this week yeah you know that that because also brad's not what's so sweet about brad is he's not embarrassed by them you know or maybe no. a tiny bit but you know the kilt might have been pushing it up <laughs> And Tracy going in her wedding dress. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> she was going to Durham. <laughs> and it did look like a church. But <laughs> I just thought they were, oh, they're just such a charming, loving Yeah. You know, and the fact that, well, I suppose any family that will put everything into getting their kids mm. fulfilled or happy, mm. or you know, is just, just. It's, it's just interesting, isn't, isn't it? They're one of the few families that actually
0: demonstrates that they love each other.
2: <laughs> yes, it is weird. And it's a Horobin family as well, so it sort of shouldn't have been like that on Susan,
0: paper. Susan and um, Emma rag like anything, don't they? Yeah, they're well, always they're... having a snip at each other. Yeah. Ruth clearly has a pathological hatred of tip yeah. tip. Yeah and, yeah, and many of her other children.
2: But even I, th- I suppose as well, it's because Jazza is quite new into the family. Yeah. But his his devotion to yeah. Brad and and Chelsea is you can tell it's genuine and yeah. so loving.
0: And his first thought is always them,
2: yeah, and not him. Yeah. And he was the one that saw through, you know, realized that Brad wasn't yeah. convinced about yeah
0: and then and then brad just Although says I, I can say you tell to... mum Anyway, i'm off now <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> everybody
0: just uses jazzer as that if there's a difficult conversation to be had they will just go can you do it thank you
2: but i mean i i would say to brad maybe go and see a couple more unis as well before you decide yeah because they're because they're not all like Dom. no they're
0: not all like hogwarts you can I go mean, to york
2: would mm. be super yes wouldn't it yes Oh, I can hear kids coming upstairs. I better, um... Well, we finished now anyway. Yeah, well, that's perfect timing, Lucy. Um, perfect. Did you
0: listen to the uh, Jeeves and Worcester with Stephen Fry and Hugh Laurie? Or were you an M? Yeah, embryo? when it was on telly. Yes. No,
2: it was one of my favourite programmes, okay. along with The House of Elliot. The House of Idiot. <laughs> okay, then brace yourself. It's Four. that, isn't it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 yep. This is the Jeeves and Worcester ba, 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 Archers mashup, courtesy ba, 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 ba. of ba, 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 Matt oh, Rodriguez-Payne oh, and you, Harriet Matt. singing back This in. will
2: make me so happy when I hear this.
0: Um. And goodbye, everybody. Have a goodbye. smashing, super and wonderful weekend. And thank you very Bye. much for listening.
2: Oh, Lucy, hang on. Ooh. I well. <laughs> <laughs> <from> a tree. <laughs>
0: Are you naked dancing rounder?
2: Where the? puppy (laughs) right ready yep and sucking on a toad